Welcome to the People Powered Community Podcast, where we dive into the inspiring stories of go to market professionals who have leveraged their skills to create strong and lasting connections within their community. Get ready to be inspired and learn how you too can harness your business superpower for good. In today's digital world, your headshots are your first impression. They're everywhere. It's on your LinkedIn, it's on your company website, your social media channels. So having a new up-to-date headshot is really important, but getting a new headshot is not so easy. This is why I used Secta Labs. You can upload pictures of yourself to Secta Labs on a Saturday, on the couch, in your pajamas, just like I did. And two hours later, you'll have about 200 professional quality headshots to choose from. That's why I decided to partner with Secta Labs. They make getting a new professional quality headshot as easy as click, upload, save. So click the link in the show notes below, check out their website, upload your photos, and enhance your professional image. And don't forget to tag me, Leslie Greenwood, and the People Powered Community Podcast when you post your new headshots on LinkedIn. And now let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the People Powered Community Podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Greenwood, CEO and founder of Chief Evangelist Consulting, and we are live with a new episode today. Um, and I have my friend on, Joey Alvandi, AE at Toriel, and um, I'm really excited for this conversation. So, Joey, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm pumped to, always pumped to chat with you, Leslie. Um, but yeah, especially pumped to do it on your new podcast here and uh just glad that you you thought of me <laughs> of course of course you're amazing why wouldn't i uh think of you you were the one of the first people i put on my list and then of course i told chet that i got you on my list and then he got mad at me because he says you keep saying no and he, i got you to say yes so i'm feeling kind of good about myself about that yeah i i talked to him this morning actually he finally sent me the link to book time for uh his podcast as well so um, but you are first. You are first. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that to the bank, actually. So um, <laughs> I appreciate that. So today we are gonna talk a lot about you, um, what your superpower is, and then how that relates to how you interact with, build, um, etc. Community. And uh, but first, let's start off a little bit like. Tell us who you are, what you're doing now, um, and kind of how you got here, and maybe a little bit about what's what. What do you see on your in your future horizon? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, my journey, I guess, into the SaaS sales world um, started when COVID hit. Right, you know, COVID hit. Um, prior to COVID, I was a general manager of a gym, actually. And of course, uh, once COVID hit, things just totally changed. Um, and I knew I had to pivot. And so I looked into different options work-wise that I could still connect with people on a regular basis, but maybe do so in a remote environment. Um, and that's what led me to my first SDR role, actually. Um, and I just loved it ever since. I haven't looked back. Um, spent time as an SDR. And then, you know, of course, now I'm an account executive and I've been doing that for a couple of years now, but um, it's been great. It's been great. It's been a fun journey. And um, I would say my LinkedIn journey has also evolved as I've mm -hmm. spent more time in this space as well, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, so how long into your tech sales journey until we met at Pavilion, because folks, we uh, Joey and I worked together at Pavilion for I think about a year, um, so that's how we met. So, how long had you already been doing that when you 
joined Pavilion? Yeah, so prior to Pavilion, I had about eight months experience as an SDR and then another eight to nine months experience as an account executive. So almost two years of experience within the the SaaS world before I joined Pavilion as an AE over there. And then of course, uh, yeah, like you said, we worked together there for a little over a year. Um, love the Pavilion team, still talk with them regularly today. I, um, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about what you think your super, what, what your superpower is, but then I also have my opinion on one of your superpowers. Of course, seeing you in action, um, both live and, and, and your success at Pavilion, because you were, I think, the most successful AE that we had at some point. And so, um, you know, I've seen that in action, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's been, Pavilion was fun. I think it was a game changer for me in my career. Um, just working there, not only being able to help people with their own journey, right, as far as how they're growing and how they're building community and how Pavilion can play a part in that, but also I think the team that we had, um, people like LG specifically, right, I still talk to her on a regular basis. Um, she was a great coach. She was a really good coach for me, and I learned so much there that I took into my current position now. Uh, as an AE with Toriel, um, and that's what's helped me been successful here at Toriel. So yeah, just taking what I'm learning step by step throughout all of these interactions and relationships and continuing to grow. Yeah. When did you, I know you said your LinkedIn game has changed, and of course I've seen that too because you are uber popular on um, LinkedIn. So when did you start your like really doubling down on what you were doing on LinkedIn or start having a strategy? Yeah, so I would say it was after it was 2022, right? I remember Q1 2022, I over exceeded quota um, for Pavilion. Q2, I missed quota by like one deal. I finished like right around like 90, 95% of quota attainment. And I knew like this was back when like talks of a potential economic downturn started happening, right? Like right around Q3 of last year. Um, and I was like, all right, like if I'm gonna hit my number this quarter, I really need to try something different that I'm not already doing. And that's when I was like, you know, I see a lot of people on LinkedIn and sellers in particular that are having a lot of success, social selling and just starting to build relationships and how that can help them out in terms of, you know, closing deals, right? Um, and booking meetings. And I was like, you know what, let me go all in and give it a try. So that really started at like, I think it was like July of 2022. So during Q3 is when I made the decision to just go all in on LinkedIn. And then that quarter, I had the best quarter ever uh, in my entire sales career. I think I finished somewhere around like 125, 130% of quota. Um, and yeah, it was a game changer. And it was because of the relationship building I was doing on LinkedIn um, and just the, the social selling, getting the brand out there and people actually, you know, not only, of course, me outbounding and booking meetings through LinkedIn, but people actually coming to me as well which still happens to this day. People are coming to me, asking me about Pavilion. They're like, hey, I know you as a, as the Pavilion guy, like what are your thoughts on Pavilion X, Y, Z? And then of course I, I toss it to the team over there. Um, you but yeah. You got your referral link, right? 
aren't you using you better use that referral exactly link. <laughs> i need to i need to honestly i've just been hitting up lg every time i'm like hey <laughs> like you know this person hit me up you all should reach out to them um they would make a great you know team package so yeah <laughs> oh, just not even amazing. asking okay. for anything in return but yeah no but you know it's there um i had no idea that you just started on linkedin like literally last july a couple a couple uh months ago that's crazy yeah i was on there before right i definitely had like a linkedin account i would post here and there um wasn't really active in like comment sections of other people's posts wasn't really active in dms um i was one of those people that occasionally i would post something that's like you know kind of creative or what's top of mind for me but most of the time i was just reposting company you know pages different things like that um nothing really special or unique to me um but yeah it was really july that i was like you know what i'm gonna go all in i'm gonna post consistently i'm gonna engage with other people i'm gonna start building relationships and then that's where i've just seen the the uh explosion or boom or growth or whatever you want to call it from there um which is pretty cool that's amazing that's amazing i think you'll look back on that time or this time uh, like you know when you're old like me and be like wow like that like not just your business life but like the the kind of context that you've made and the network you've built you're like wow that has been such a defining story in my life that i just think it's going to be really interesting so when i'm 80 oh yeah and you're like 40 um <laughs> I'm not that much older than you. Um, when I'm old in my you're not, you're not. I'm gonna come back and I'm going to come back and ask you how, how that actually influenced uh, the rest of, of your journey. So, well, I mean, let's it already about... has, right? Yeah. It, it, it already has influenced my journey and I would say the trajectory of my career so far. And like, I wish I would have started doing it sooner in terms of building these relationships, networking and specifically doing that in a virtual world through a platform like LinkedIn and other communities. So um, yeah, wish I would have dove in sooner. So that's my advice to anyone out there who hasn't started doing that. Like you need to start doing that yesterday because it's honestly a game changer. Yep. A hundred percent. That's the way I've been talking to people about community. I mean, in general, building communities for your brand, you know, you're probably already a little bit behind. So let's start sooner than later because that's, you know, it's changing people's changing lives joey it's changing lives um exactly tell me about your tell me about your superpower like i said you you told me what your superpower is and i'm very interested to hear more about that i have an idea of uh, additional superpower that you have but let me uh tell me about that and tell me kind of where it came from because a superpower doesn't just show up one day you know somewhere in your life you've used that experienced that and it's built up to how you're using it today so i'd love to hear more about that yeah, yeah, great question. Um, I would say my superpower is networking, but more specifically being able to take my larger network and my larger circle, right? And break it down into sub circles and different sub networks. And I think I'm really good at categorizing these different, you know, people that are within my network. So for example, you know, I have people within my network that are mentors, right? Like Chet. I have people that are mentees that I'm trying to help out. I have other peers, other account executives that are, you know, going through the hustle and the grind that I go through that I can just talk shop with. Um, and then I have like potential prospects, right? 
Not saying like that's why I build relationships with people, but reality is a lot of the people I build relationships with, I can also sell to. Um, and so I think I do a really good job of keeping these different categories. And I think it really stemmed from, I think it did come from childhood actually, now that I think, I never thought about it before, but as a child, right? I had a bunch of different friends. I was very active within my local community, right? I played different sports and then I had like my friends within my neighborhood. And then I had like friends that I had at school. And I think that I was one of those kids that you could drop me into any environment, any circle, any friend group and I would be able to fit right in, right? And so I think I do that same thing with my professional network of people. You can drop me, you know, at an event full of marketers or an event full of salespeople or an event full of CS people, and I would be able to fit right in and honestly feel comfortable having conversations with these different types of people. Um, but yeah. I, that 100% dovetails into what I would say is one of your superpowers is that, um, you know, when we were on the Pavilion Roadshow together and you just, your in-person networking is just so natural. I mean, yes, you're, you were there as an AE. Your job was to sell and find prospects. It did not ever feel like that. It felt like you were making like 8,000 new friends, creating rapport, creating trust, and it was just like... I mean, I told you that in person in front of your boss, yeah. tutorial. like that is just something that you are so naturally good at. And it's interesting that you were that kid that could kind of like surf between groups and always have a place. I think that's also as you don't have kids yet, but like very psychologically health, healthy because if one group goes bad, which, you know, they all do at some point, you got, you can go exactly. to another group. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to events, I think you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, right? I'm in sales. I'm a seller. Of course, I'm always looking to prospect and potentially close business. But when I go to event, if I'm being 100% honest, like that seller mindset is not even the forefront of my mind. It's really about, let me just go here and have fun and build relationships and just have good conversations with people. If it turns out into an opportunity and a deal, then, hey, that's amazing. But my true, you know, uh, uh, driving force or whatever you want to call it, like my true, you know, the momentum I have or motivation to go to these events is really just to build new relationships with people and have good conversations because um, you never know where it could lead. Um, and a lot of times it does lead to to revenue and to, to business opportunities. So. Uh, that's always great. <laughs> you can tell that that is so authentic because like, I'm looking, I'm, um, I think we've talked about this before. It's like, I'm a big believer in like, I watch body language. So even on, you know, zoom call, I'm like, are they slouching? Are they listening? Are they nodding? I'm like your body language, your animation, your smile, when you were describing going to a conference, you can tell there's so much passion there. And like, I mean, I think there's things you get paid for. You know, I mean, you get paid to sell deals and there are things that you get paid in other ways. And I think for you, that kind of like connection is something that you get, it seems like you get a lot of personal satisfaction on. It's like the bonus that doesn't come in dollars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think many people miss that, right? A lot of people like, and maybe it's at fault to some of the uh, pressure that comes from, you know, leadership or whatever it may be around, 
you know, numbers and closing deals and revenue. Like I totally get it. Right. It's a business. They need to make money. But at the end of the day, like how you make money is honestly just going out into the world and building quality relationships. And yeah, the money will follow, but you really have to put that in the back of your mind and go out there and just be authentic, build a relationship, be curious and have a good conversation with people and things tend to work out for the better when you do that, or at least that's what I found in my experience. So um, that's what I continue to try to do. Yeah, I think what we're seeing a lot in today's marketing world is like what I'm just saying is what's old is new. So if you think about, you know, if it's community or in this way, you're still building kind of community um, at these events. Um, you're trying to like get to know your neighbor and then when you're sick the neighbor brings you pie and then when they don't have sugar you're going to bring them sugar so and or if they say you're at a um you just went to the brand new restaurant in town they ask you how it was and they're like oh you definitely have to go you know so like the things that you're doing are very much like you know the old time neighborhood or community that will yeah. influence business over time yeah exactly i mean that's I've never even thought about it like that. So that's really a good analogy. And it's funny because I'm not like that with my, my neighbors in real life, um, but in LinkedIn and in the community and in the professional world, like, yeah, that's, that's exactly how I approach things. And um, yeah, it's not always about, you know, what can I get from this person or how can this person help me? It really is about just wanting to build a relationship and not even ask for anything in return. And nine times out of 10, at least what I found is like, when you do that, it does lead to business and it does lead to, you know, revenue and success and closed deals, whether it be directly with the person you're building a relationship with or an introduction from that person to somebody else, or, you know, maybe this person teaches you something that you're going to be able to learn that you can take back to your day job that can help you, you know, close more business as a seller or whatever it may be, like there's so many different ways that you can benefit from going out there and building authentic relationships that aren't exactly, you know, prospecting, book a meeting, deal close, um, but that are still tied to revenue in the long run. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I was going to, you know, the next question I was going to ask you, but we've already answered it is how do you use this superpower to build community? And that's basically you know, that you've got this natural superpower and that's what you're doing. Like you're, it's influencing your professional life, your personal life. Um, so I guess my next question to you would be then, you know, if, say there's someone out there that they think they had a, a superpower like yours, you know, they're good at connecting, mm -hmm. creating these micro buckets of community, et cetera. What advice would you give to them or what's a tip um, you would give them that they could action on to start seeing some of those benefits? Yeah, I would say a piece of advice would be don't try to grow one of the buckets more than you're trying to grow the others, right? A lot of times, especially when talking to other individual contributors, they may put people in different buckets as well, but they're so focused on that pros potential prospect, potential buyer bucket that they forget to build relationships with other peers. They forget to build relationships with people that could mentor them. They forget to look back and, you know, give back to other people and be a mentor to other people. Um, and I think like, that's just a bad strategy, right? Because then, you know, 
like we talked about, like as a child, if one of those friend groups kind of turns out to, to fail, then you have those other friend groups. Like you don't want that to happen within your pre professional network as well. Um, if you're only trying to build relationships with people that you're going to sell to, then you're going to struggle. Like there's not going to be any learning. There's not going to be any, you know, authentic connection there. Um, everything's going to be transactional. Right. And so, yeah, like that would be one piece of advice is like, you know, fill those buckets equally and make sure that you're, you're growing them all the same. That's amazing advice. And I'm going to add one little piece of advice is understanding that in those buckets, there are like super highways underneath and people are moving around oh, yeah. all the time. So you, someone that you're, you're mentoring right now may end up being a prospect, may end up introducing you to their CRO and the same thing. Then you create relationships with these prospect buckets and they move into your friend bucket or into your mentor bucket, um, et cetera. So yeah, I, I think that's a, exactly that's another thing to kind of keep in mind that they're, they're moving around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially like within that, um, friend bucket, mentor bucket, mentee bucket, like the way I see it, the people that I'm building relationships today in terms of my direct peers, other account executives, like these are going to be the future decision makers within the next couple years. And it's like, those are people I want to have relationships with to benefit myself, to benefit my own career. But also I plan to be a decision maker someday and maybe I can benefit somebody else as well. But if that relationship starts now and then we grow throughout our careers together and we maintain that relationship, like that's only going to yield a positive experience. And um, I'm excited for that moment, to be honest. I can't wait. That's awesome. Well, uh, Joey, this has been such a terrific episode and I appreciate you taking the time to share your story and to record my podcast before chats and really share your superpower. <laughs> I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people out there. And I think not only individual contributors, but there are leaders and um, VPs and C-level people that aren't necessarily looking at community from this personal aspect. So I'm glad that we had a chance to build, you know, to talk about the personal aspect of um of community i appreciate you so much um oh where can people find you yeah so people can find me on linkedin um i'm sure whenever you post this i'll, I'll be tagged in there but joey alvandi um another fun fact linkedin is the only social media platform i'm on um that's the investment i made there um yeah it's the only one i i spend time on it's the one i find the most value in and so that's the only place you can find me other than that, if you're a marketer and want to chat interactive product tours, you know who to reach out to. Hit me up. We're doing amazing things at Toriel. Got to plug myself there. So, yeah, thanks for having me, Leslie. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. That is all for today's episode, folks. We thank all of you for listening, and we will see you.